when this funny Gleep gives me the stopwatch. Yeah, that's what George called him, a Gleep. And this, this crazy Gleep gave me this watch. <laughs> that's what George called him, a Gleep. Gleep. Oh, we need the blinds open. I can't breathe. <laughs> Why would you do that? All I ask for is there to be any amount of natural light in this fucking apartment. <laughs> you didn't have to knock over it's 12 different deal. things. I needed to because it's that big of an issue. Why is there all this Sprite on your couch? What is this? Oh yeah, make it more wet. <laughs> Not make it more- clean oh, yeah, it up. Yeah, it needs to be disinfected. <laughs> There's a roll of paper towels right in front of you and you're like, hey, get the wet wipes! Yeah, actually, it cleans it up better. Why does your couch smell like wet wipes? I can't take you anywhere. Oh yeah, this thing. Is this? That was sitting there. Blinking away. <laughs> Four and a half hours off. The right time. On the spot. What is it? Fucking three o'clock. Sorry to date the episode. You think three o'clock is dating People the episode? Know. Now I'm gonna wake up and look at the clock and I'm gonna be like, be oh, it's it's seven <laughs> o'clock. You're gonna do the fucking thing. I'm gonna add four hours yeah. to it because I've been doing that for months. What's the minute? On it. I don't know. You have a fucking computer right in front of you. The you computers are wrong. You wanna know what this computer says? This computer says it's exactly 1 p.m. And this computer says it's exactly 1 p.m. Where they, they're both wrong in the yeah. same way. The tape that holds in the, like, sealant thing around my windshield has started peeling. Because I believe the heat is related to the duct tape unadhering. So I had to re-duct tape my... that to my... my windshield. Which really, I think I'm just gonna cave and buy that Flex Seal shit and just like coat the fucking thing. As seen on TV, I should just put silicone in there. Realistically, that's the easiest thing to do. Flex glue with um the Flex Steve flex or whatever tape. His, his name is. His name isn't Flex Steve. It should be. He should be <laughs> a, a, some uh, construction related superhero. What does that even mean? A construction related superhero? He uh when there's a, a flex problem. You call him? What is a flex problem? Something's leaky. It could be flex. Could be <laughs> solved with a construction term a that flex, I just don't know. A flex product could fix this issue. You call him. We got a flex problem, yeah. Flex Steve. And then you call his 1-800 number. Flex Steve, get over here. We got a, a flex problem. Well, funny enough, the, the one- You're a construction superhero. The 1-800 number to get Flex Steve down here is 1-800-BIG-TITS, which is just odd that they There's bought no that number way. out. <laughs> Why Was that just coincidence, or did they get that one specifically? It was a popular sex line that they wanted to get that demographic of people instead of beating off to phone voices. So this sex line was going defunct, and they're like, we'll no, take it. No, was, it was very popular. They just popular. bought them out. Yeah, correct. This construction zone or whatever. Had just enough money to buy out a very lucrative sex line. Which you'd think, you'd think all of those would go under. If the homeless are able to have fucking free access to pornography in public libraries, you'd think sex Homeowners would... also have free access to pornography in public libraries. Correct. <laughs> so you'd, you'd think... I know. <laughs> you'd think that fucking sex lines would go under. But somehow they're still popular enough. Then again, is it the appeal that sex lines are like a little more personalized? I, I, I mean, I think that's what cam girls are for—the parasocial relationships that's people true. form with cam girls. But cam girls probably cost a lot more money. That's the thing. It's like, is is can you get that same dopamine high from a sex line that you would get from there, but also save money? It's just a cam girl without the cam. It's just a girl. <laughs> it's like a, if a cam girl was had a broken camera. Yeah. You know, it's just a chat. 
You it doesn't. Just, I just, just go I on Omegle. Just fucking, just fuck somebody. How, how <laughs> is somebody so unappealing that you can't find somebody to have sex with? And you're like, I'm just gonna talk. I'm gonna beat off over the phone. I'm gonna string my landline out around. Wait, the wall. you're allowed to masturbate while you're on the phone? They with them? What if they hear you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna string this fucking landline cable around this median wall thing I have in my kitchen and to sit on the couch and whack off as opposed to. <laughs> I just, it's just, it doesn't make sense. If you can call somebody on a cell phone, you can probably pull up pornography. But you're choosing to be like, no, I want to talk to somebody from 1-800-BIG-TITS. I just, normally I'll call them when I'm just having a bad day, you know? And then I'm, I'm like, just like, let me, I, I thought you had to just imagine that you were having sex and just kind of sit there on your couch and not do anything with your hands. Do you like it? <laughs> you just ask. Yeah. It's... If, does if this start, feel as good for you as it does for me? That shows how cripplingly lonely people have been for a long time. For how long? Now I'm curious as to how long sex lines have been around for. Because the problem lies in that people just don't have any connection with fucking anybody. Sex line origin? <laughs> I don't... <laughs> phone sex. There's a Wikipedia. Thank God. Oh my lord. Let's see. As a practice between individuals temporarily separated, it is as old as dial telephones. On which no operator could eavesdrop. No, Nin- but that's not what we're 1930s talking about. 1930s to 1950s. That one's totally understandable. You want to have in a relationship? phone sex yeah. with your girlfriend in the 30s? Totally send it. In the later 20th century, businesses emerged offering for a fee sexual conversations with a phone sex worker. That's what I want to know about. When did that start? As a substitute for physical intimacy. Phone sex does not involve physical contact. Oh, wow. Really? Couples, blah, blah, blah. Let's see. Phone sex should not be... I want you to be- jerk me off through the phone. As a business... The editor of High Society Magazine, Gloria, uh, her real name's Gail Sandra Klein, Kleinetsky, so she's probably Jewish. But the name that she goes by is Gloria Hole. Let's see. That'd be... <laughs> if only it was that easy. Show me Jewish. I need the Jewish business entrepreneurial spirit to also radiate through in sex work via phone sex. She's a, like a, a real porn star. She was in hardcore pornography in the 70s. Blah, blah, blah. She was being one of the first people to is use... Is hardcore humor. pornography in the 70s the same as hardcore pornography in the 2020s? It's probably much worse now, but I, ima- I imagine people fuck regularly today with one another harder than hardcore pornography was back in the 70s. You think so? I would hope. You think so? it's like the equivalent of... Don't don't have your ankles be showing. Yeah. So I, I don't know. The 70s were pretty degenerate. It's probably pretty close. Let's be real. Everyone was on acid. So this lady is credited with being one of the first people to use 976 numbers, then 900 numbers for promotional purposes and soon as a revenue stream in the adult industry. Leonard recorded her own voice informing callers of the contents of the next issue of High Society Magazine before its publication. Later, she recorded others such as Annie Sprinkle talking. Annie Sprinkle. Oh, Annie Sprinkle, my oh, favorite Ellen F. porn star. Steinberg. That's a. <laughs> you remember Annie Sprinkle? She's big. In, she's big into feminism. This is a big feminism empowering thing. A sex line. Yeah, to turn women to just pure bodies of sex. That is feminism. That's essentially what. But then denying it at the same time. <laughs> so let's see. Okay, credit cards were a thing. Da 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 da. So, like, yeah, after after the cultural decay of the 60s and Catholicism started being the the glue that bonded American society together, you hit the, the, flex po- the post-hippie movement, and then 1975, 1976 rolls around, and people are fucking jerking off on the phone. 
Because they're lonely. So Once that's, again, that's I all think, it takes. I think they didn't realize that they could jerk off. I, I mean, think that... I, think, I, would, I would hope. <laughs> I would hope. I think that is like, they were just sad, and they called in, and they were like me, and they didn't know that you could masturbate. You know what's funny is, I bet there are, so, are also people that do that, where they have a crummy day at work, and they come home, and it's like, time to spend what I earned today talking to a whore. That's what they do. <laughs> That's what OnlyFans is. I mean, whatever gets you through, right? <laughs> it's the parasocial. I need to have a friend that's that I would fuck, but I can't. That's what they do. I need to have a friend that I can burden with my emotional problems, but would fuck, but <laughs> willingly choose not to, but also know I can't. It's, but I act like it's because I can't. It's I don't a cheaper want to. version of uh, hiring a prostitute. It's to, so dumb. Which is to really complain. <laughs> yeah, which is really like just make prost- prostitution legal, and then how how quickly does I feel only like fans if that's off? all you want to do, there's like suicide hotlines and stuff where you can just talk to people for free, right? This one is there's a yeah that too. There's a obscene phone call Wikipedia page that was related to it. <laughs> does it explain how one uh, no, eight hundred big a- tits is now a flex seal line? It do- it, it might. This isn't. Oh, this is also. It's not to be confused with a prank call, which I would say some can be obscene, but not all prank calls are obscene. Which so is like really that. weird that one eight hundred big tits is a sex line because one nine hundred is the where you have to pay a toll to call. One eight hundred is toll free. <laughs> Sometimes so really I just weird. call those to help the government out. <laughs> I like paying the fee. An obscene phone call is an unsolicited telephone call where a person uses profane and or sexual language to interact with someone who may be known to them or may be a complete stranger. Telephone... Making obscene telephone calls for sexual arousal or other sexual pleasures is known as telephone... Sex. Scatologia? What? Scatologia. Yeah, there you go. It's not revolving around shit, surprisingly. (laughs) And is considered a form of exhibitionism. It's uh, it's classified as a psychological disorder. So that's funny. That's awesome, actually. Calling a phone sex line is a psychological disorder. Calling somebody just a random number and doing that is oh. not. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, that's that, kind of really it, weird, it, right? Like, yeah, I can see that being a disorder. Yeah, definitely. I wouldn't want to talk to someone who's masturbating on the other end. No, correct. <laughs> that's that's how you should feel. There's this. Ugh, this one's called the ChatlineGuide.com. Dot com. And it's who invented phone sex? I just uh, want to know how, how long has Leonard Gail I, Leonard? What if I want the operator to listen? There's not an operator anymore. Yeah, the, the, Gloria Leonard. It's the this is the one that says in 1974. So that's 1977. So that's how long society's been. The legality of phone sex. Forty in the 19, years. In the 19, Fifty years. In the 1980s, phone sex lines exploded. Oh. Oh, so they're gone. Yeah. <laughs> Taking up dozens of 900 and 976 numbers. So let's say the 1980s. So for 40 years, a little over 40 years, society has been cripplingly lonely and everybody fucking hates it. So that's awesome that we're here in the collapse of the American empire. And now it's a flex seal line in case you have construction problems. Which you might be able to interpret that as he's trying to mend society back together by getting rid of degeneracy and fixing it with tape. <laughs> Which I think is a very masculine and overly pragmatic way to go about it, but I will I'll take it. Nonetheless, it's a It was like what is the most degenerate thing that anyone has ever done? A phone sex line, obviously. Probably liking big tits. <laughs> also, I can't it's a imagine phone sex line. What does it matter? Why how do you know she has big tits if you can't see her? 
You just have to take a, it's an honor system thing? You just take a word for it? Hey, I gotta ask you before we start, how big are your tits? Pretty big. Oh! <laughs> you weren't kidding. That's, that's gonna do it. Good I, I did call the right number and not the flex seal one. <laughs> that's gonna do it for me. Thanks for your time. <laughs> Do I have to pay for that or not? It was like normally I last longer than that when I (laughs) hearing big tits. A button just broke. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) son of a bitch! You're talking to Flex Steve the whole time. (laughs) There's gotta. Hey, do you have big breasts? Oh yeah, (laughs) yeah. I got big breasts. Let's uh. I think there's. I need you to seal my urethra, Steve. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the problem is, is I feel like uh. Oh, it turns out it's not that hard. Welcome to one eight hundred Big Tits, the easy access portal to hot girls with really big tits. Yeah. Want me to send you a sexy pic of me? Yeah. Press one now. If you're over eighteen, to give your. By pressing one, you verify that the mobile number from which you are calling is your own, and you consent to receive promotions from MMS Broadcasting and NCS through auto-dial calls, text or picture messages, and pre-recorded voice messages. Consent to receive these calls and messages is not a condition of purchase. Standard message and data rates may apply from your carrier. Press one now to opt in, or press two. Thank you for opting <laughs> opt in, to obviously. Voice, yeah. text, and picture messaging. Damn, I can't believe it. I just busted another button off my top. <laughs> this is what it's like to have really big tits. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Turns out the flexio lines a bit. They might have been bought back out. I think there's another. Let's see. Which is funny because she's can- got H cups. <laughs> That's so stupid. Let's see if this is one. Did you not get a picture? I don't, I don't think believe that's an energy you. issue. Yeah. 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 I may be young, but I have the sweetest but I have tits you've ever big tits. on, baby, and I fuck like a whore. <laughs> so if you want a hot babe knows that. Oh, Why would you pay much, for that? That recorded message when you call is enough for me. I just I'm hard all night long. I don't get who it's for. Also you can opt in and then just hang up and then get Real, probably really pixelated pictures. I, I haven't got anything, so hopefully within the recording of this episode, I do receive a text message. I will turn my beeper on. The two Gleeps hotline is on. <laughs> it's just, I don't get it. Who's the antiquated person using phone sex lines in 2023? Especially you just, if you can opt in to receive text pictures. You just fuck somebody. There's people. There's real, tangible, breathing people. Maybe that's what you're not into, though. I don't... There's people that are into fucking cartoons. Maybe th- this is enough for blind people. That, that's a good point. You have a little Braille telephone? Yeah. Do you think there's Braille <laughs> pornography? Probably. <laughs> you think, but, like, you can get a, a magazine that's in Braille? But women women are big into erotica, where I think blind women have better Braille pornography than blind men do. You could probably get a lot of pity head as a blind guy, though. And I bet <laughs> it feels way better... Because you can't see. <laughs> I still, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna purposefully get rid of my eyesight so I can experience better blowjobs. That's commitment. You can. I just, hope there's somebody out there that's done that. 
It's like, I hate receiving head. Man, you know what I need to get rid of? My eyes. <laughs> That'll fix it. Yeah, it, it worked. I hope I hope somebody out there. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you blind from birth? No, I'm blind by choice. That's awesome. And you get cool disability checks. So you can spend on bone sex lines. Do you get a disability hookers. check if you <laughs> rip out your eyes? What else are you supposed blind? to do? You can't not. <laughs> You can't get, like, fucking swung into the ocean by the government. They're like, I guess. I'm sick of working until I'm 65, so I just pulled out my eyes and the government pays me. Turns out you don't need these. (laughs) If you're willing willing to go the rest of your life not seeing, you don't have to work anymore. Yeah. People would do that uh, for uh, Vietnam. They'd start the sun. Then there's the people that forgot to close one eye. (laughs) They went fully blind to not get drafted. Uh Uh-oh. And then they get really good head. <laughs> so it, it's, it's, it's a win-win. You don't get killed in Vietnam and you, you get like better It's like a logic jobs. puzzle. <laughs> the problem is, is how do you how do you know if you're attractive or not once you're blind? You have to be like just shredded. It doesn't matter. In a track. Yeah, it could just Find be, another blind person. That would be the best sex. <laughs> you both don't know what each other looks like, and but then, it feels really good. And then what you do, and they're like... Are you, are you ready to have sex with me? I'm a blind lady. And you said... Uh huh. I'm going in blind. <laughs> that you'd have to revolve all, all your humor would have to revolve around being blind as a blind guy. Yeah, you. It would never. It would probably get old pretty quick. No, because everyone you're talking, to, you're not talking to the same people all the time. You're going into like different stores and stuff, and talking to the cashiers and all that. So it's really <laughs> funny because you got the glasses on, you got the cane, right, and you're walking around, and you go, "Hey, I'm pretty sure." You, did you say that this price rang up as nineteen ninety nine? It's supposed to be twelve ninety nine. And they're like, "Oh yeah, I guess I can call in and and check on that." How for would you, you know and that? And you're like, "I didn't mean to blindside you." How would you know what the price is supposed to be? All tags and stores of <laughs> do they? They should. That's, I'm an ableist. That is a fair point. <laughs> I'm a disableist. How do blind people do anything? The only that's the only way I can enjoy a sunset is if I close my eyes. Most overrated shit. I saw a picture of uh If you're blind, you experience better sunsets. I, you experience better everything. They don't tell you that. I saw a picture of uh Puerto Vallarta where I went to Mexico and you know, whatever. Where we stayed in Mexico, that yeah. thing. And the tourism picture had the like fucking building that i was in i'm like i get i know where i was in this it was a weird experience because i know i don't go places you're clapping like a seal you're like oh it's me i know who that is (laughs) yeah i just turned into a kid (laughs) oh i was probably here i was here you are here it says that it says i'm pinned in this picture (laughs) (laughs) so stupid what's even crazier is if it's a picture of the building and then you look down and you're in the picture and you're like how did how long has this picture been here? Right? Did they just put this here? I that's, didn't see this. That's why I gotta do more cool shit in my yard. And then the Google Maps satellite, one day, will have like me killing a homeless person in the middle of a field. I'm like, that's me. You're gonna kill a homeless person multiple times a day, every single day. <laughs> I mean, there's enough around here. <laughs> I gotta I gotta do something about you that. You can't do something that's a little more permanent, like do a like an alien sign in your cornfield that's or something. That's too obvious. Is it? Just the N-word. Racist <laughs> racist crop circle? <laughs> <laughs> that would solve the our crop circles people are aliens. And it's like, oh no, they're people. 
This one just says the N-word. An alien would never say this. <laughs> aliens are too smart for this. <laughs> aliens would never try to start a race war. No. Maybe. Maybe aliens are sick of waiting. They're sick of doing that slow burn They're shit. They're like, well, let them kill themselves. This crop circle just says George Floyd deserved it. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> hope, I hope this was made by a person and not a, a higher being. <laughs> I hope that someone that believes this isn't an intellectual superior Yeah, doesn't have the flying saucer capabilities. <laughs> Good god. What the fuck? If this was a higher being, I think we're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> Was it an alien that did that in the first place? I think aliens started doing crop circles uh, because they hate corn. <laughs> they specifically wait for corn to be grown and then yeah. they just it's not even them trying to make a cool symbol or leave a message or something they're just randomly burning lasers into the corn yeah, they're just stamping shit down and it happens to be in a cool pattern <laughs> fuck the corn's killing you and then they try to tell us and like, they're trying to help us they like us <laughs> you can't eat it corn more like roundup that's it it's full of bug spray no, I'm just thinking of funny, questionable crop circles. And really, you could just do anything really racist. You're like, Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> All right, the, the aliens have changed since the 70s. Remember when they used to do those cool patterns? This one's just a burning cross. Man experiences first racist alien. Yeah, 100%. There's, uh, they're really behind in the time, so they've been like watching the amount of time it takes for information to get sent to them takes a while. So they're in like 1858 time wise. <laughs> Let's see, black person DMT trip. Maybe what I'm looking for doesn't exist. DMT trip, racist aliens. I want to say I read a thing. I did read the thing. I just now it's trying to prove to myself of whether or not it exists. Psychedelic privilege are DMT entities racist. And then the, the asterisk hashtags are, it happened to me, travel in black. This is by Arfu Staff. Oh, Arfu? Which is the website. It says, DMT users often come across strange beings called machine elves dispensing advice and adventure. They were thought to be benevolent, but we can no longer ignore the black DMT experience. And then they called a white drug... And then, uh, let's see here. Testimonies, do-do-do-do-do. The most chilling experience reported so far involves invokes the powerful imagery of the slain Emmett Till. I was surrounded by the elves, and they all started chanting Emmett Till. The trip <laughs> reporter began. I later learned that Emmett Till was a... Which is funny, because, like, later learned. Like, you didn't know this. I later learned that Emmett Till was a black man accused of harassing a white girl in the 1950s. I had never heard the story before being a black man who grew up in a white school district. Then the elves started to rush me, and they all picked me up and started chanting the N-word while carrying me around. <laughs> the elves threw me down a black hole, and I continued to fall around ten minutes until my trip ended. Good lord. Which I think's fucking hilarious. So, if you're a white person and you take DMT, they're like... Hey, you're a pretty cool guy, and here's some cool fun times. And then if you're a black person taking EMT, they just sling Emmett racial Till. epithets Emmett at you. Till. Yeah, they just surround you. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. People have had uncomfortable experiences on DMT as a white person. Also, the first DMT, the first. Ah, uh, that's what the burning bush thing is in the Bible. The, the, the bush that was burning produces the similar like effect of like, inhaling DMT. That wasn't the, the, I mean, have you read the Bible? That's a pretty good book. No, They don't I mention haven't. Emmett Till on that. I guess that was pre-Emmett Till. <laughs> That'd be cool if they knew about Emmett it. Till. That'd be cool if they knew about it then. <laughs> Emmett Till's in the Bible? You're like, who the fuck is this person? Emmett Till did nothing wrong. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's like, 
Who? <laughs> yeah, you're telling this to Moses, who's a shepherdic Jew Evan in the Till desert? Evan Till will not do anything wrong, but will get punished for it anyway. I'm like, oh, what? Uh, uh, who do I tell about this? I want to stop it. If you didn't do anything wrong... Can we wrong, put this in the book? Can we, can, we, can we put this in the book to stop it from happening? I no. Just, <laughs> they just they straight up said no. No. No, I think he's going to just... I think he's just going to take the full force on this one here. <laughs> what, you get out of the trail? Fuck. the hell was that? <laughs> I am still in the desert. Why does Why is God give me this information? There what do is, I do with it? I read a thing, too, about marijuana being related to second-generation immigrants developing schizophrenia. And it happens a lot when you think marijuana is related to second immigration generation immigrants. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that's exactly what I said, and that's well, I'm glad you got that from what I said. (laughs) I appreciate it. That's me. It shows me that you're an active listener. Yeah, I'm not passively like doing something else and listen. I'm. Yeah, I've got my. Hope that brisk lemonade's worth it. I got my full attention. On this conversation, and I'm not thinking of anything else at all. So go ahead and continue talking about your emigration practices. I just practices. think it's interesting that marijuana can have a different effect on people given their societal situations. If, like, it doesn't happen with first-generation immigrants, but second-generation gener- immigrants in England have, like, ten times the rate of developing schizophrenia if they use marijuana, as opposed to people that aren't that. To where, like, I doubt it's the same thing also in, like, Africa. Like if they smoke marijuana there, do they do they freak out? What well, schizophrenia? What I'm trying to say really is no I, one I would like what, to develop it. No one really knows what happens in Africa. That's a good point. Africa's just news? kind of its own planet. I don't know. I think they're just I think they're the racist aliens. They're the ones that are suffocated by the China. How come the Chinese can be racist to Africans and nobody talks about that? Nobody talks about what racist Chinese people are. <laughs> That should be the only thing on American news to make people feel better. You think black people in America have it rough? Try being a fucking African around Chinese people who hate you because your eyes are open and you look differently than them. You don't speak Chinese from birth. How dare They'll you? They'll let you know. <coughs> fucking China. You're Nigerian? How about get out of here? More like you should be Chinese. <laughs> be Chinese. Why aren't you Chinese? That's all they say. <laughs> it's like the most illogical racism. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Why aren't you Chinese? Did you say you're from Africa? How about be from Chinese? <laughs> this is an anti-China podcast. But pro-Taiwan. Whenever that's going to join the mainland, that'll be a big thing. Probably not. No, I, nothing really bothers Do you know Taiwan? Me. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. All I know is they did. Tai Two's gonna be great. <laughs> Once Tai One becomes Tai Two, Tai Two point oh, that's what they'll call it. Different flag, second flag. They'll have two flags. It's the same that's flag, but it's just like, got a two on it. Yeah, or it's Perfect. it's two Roman numerals, the two eyes. How come nobody does that? There was there ever a flag with a Roman numeral on it? Probably the Roman numeral, numeral flag. flag. Yeah. <laughs> Who could forget about that? Everybody remembers the Roman numeral flag. Yeah. That one had Roman Wait, how do we count? It. Look at the flag. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it just had all of them on there up to like a, a thousand. Yeah, it's just like a multiplication table. Well, what it was is it was, it said I and then IV, or no, it just said I, V, C, It just gave you M, all the symbols. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> You're like, if you forget how to count, just look at the flag. Take out your pocket Roman numeral flag. What is the chances you're going to have a Roman numeral flag in your pocket? <laughs> the teachers would say that. 
<laughs> Everyone in oh. who lived in Roman numeral had a little flag in their wallet that they would hold on to. It was just like a little wallet-sized flag. A wallet flag, of course. In case you needed to count. Remember or how, an abacus. Remember how Roman numerals is the only number system that you had to do math in order to <laughs> count? Is that true? <laughs> Where it's like XIV, and you're like, okay, X is 10. V is five, but yeah. then I have to minus one, so that's fourteen. Yeah, but they they would just that'd be just ingrained in them. Yeah, that's unlike the, corn. Of the, they were looking at the flag every day when they were uh, pledging allegiance yeah. to the flag of when they Roman would numerals. Sit on their weird flag. Roman toilets on yeah. the on the back of the door. They'd have a a, sh- a f- the flag. Yeah, the flag was literally everywhere. It was yeah. mandated, which is weird. Like the roads were painted as the flag. The roads. Which is just I just I'm stone. I'm talking about just the the uh, the giant statue, the Colossus. Yeah, it was just Greece. a flag. <laughs> it was actually just a flag. Yeah. That'd be a fun podcast. The Colossus the, of Rhodes was the a lies flag. of history. Isn't that what drunk history is? I've never seen that show, but I imagine that's close to what we do with shit. Drunk history is where they get drunk and then tell a historically accurate story. Oh, that's that's lame. It's accurate. Nobody cares. <laughs> and then it's funny because they're drunk. Oh, America's so boring. They get someone who is an expert in that story specifically, or a comedian that knows something about it. Okay. Like Helen Keller? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not being, like, real? Yeah, they get Helen, Helen Keller. Helen Keller probably could have received the best sexual pleasure if she wasn't so physically disgusting. But nobody wanted to touch her. That was the biggest... <laughs> she never knew. That was the biggest problem with Helen Keller. That's the biggest problem with Helen Keller. Not oh, that she's a racist she's alien. A, a fucking racist liar. <laughs> Nobody else that's been born fucking blind and deaf has ever been able to accomplish anything, and she wrote, like, books. Fuck you. If you're blind and deaf, how do you learn a language? Through hate. (laughs) The sheer willpower of hate. I want to say one of the senses she was born with for a little while, like four years. That's not enough. Yeah, I know. Back then, they would take mentally ill people and say, like, they're the last schlitzy. The little Zika baby, they would say he's the last of the Aztecs and take him around to circuses and people would be like, I buy it. Which I think is the funniest thing because either all of them, all of the Aztecs looked like him or he was the strongest one. <laughs> so Evolutionarily, it? he's the one that survived. He made it. Yeah, he's the one the Spaniards couldn't kill. That's fucking awesome. He's the IQ of like 60, but he's still here. That's badass. Didn't Helen Keller die in, like, the 30s? I hope it was in a fire. (laughs) I don't think it was in a fire. I would have fucking lit Helen Keller up. Helen Keller. Death. Helen Keller versus Night Wolves is a movie. Of course. What's a night wolf? A wolf at night. God, she's ugly. 1968. I wasn't wrong by the fact she's physically disgusting. (laughs) Born in West... Philadelphia, just born and raised. That's where a, I spent most of my a days. Black family. She's Will. It's actually just Will Smith. Helen <laughs> Keller is Will Smith. Born. I've never seen them in the same room at the <laughs> same time. Just Helen Keller dated a a bald woman. It does not say that. <laughs> Born in West Tuscumbia, Alabama, she lost her sight and hearing after a bout of illness when she was 19 months old. Oh, she's a genius. Duh. She then communicated primarily using home signs until the age of seven. She lost her sight and hearing. How does she communicate with signs until seven from 19 months? How? I don't know. Doesn't answer that. How do you learn anything? That's, yeah. 
Ann Sullivan. And then does it talk about how Ann Sullivan, her lifelong teacher, uh, was basically just the one spouting her beliefs as Helen Keller's death? How did she die? Sullivan had been severely visually impaired for almost all of her life, but in 1901, after having a stroke at age 35, she became completely blind. So her teacher was blind also? What the <laughs> fuck? This doesn't make any sense. Keller attended Radf- Radcliffe College of Harvard University. Daniel? And became the first deaf-blind person to earn the Bachelor of Arts degree in the United States. There's no fucking way. They gave her the Bachelor of Arts degree. It's like just an, honorary as an honorary degree. Thing, yeah. yeah. I don't... This is fucking stupid. Can we go down the rabbit hole of trying to figure out how anyone... The conspiracy of Helen Keller? This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just takes it as gospel. Nobody questions shit. Then again, people were trying to survive back in the day. Why is so it's everyone... Like in the 1800s, you're not gonna... If you hear a story, you're like, oh, I get maybe. Why is everyone aware of this lady that died 60 years ago? What the fuck? Because it's all shit they told us in, like, elementary school. Keller's father worked for many years as an editor of the Tuscumbia Northern Alabamian. He also served as a captain of the Confederate Army. So, racist. Check. <laughs> Got it. Got that one. Easy one. Everyone was racist back then. Swiss. Uh, she's a cunt. I can say this is a quarter Swiss. She's a bitch. <laughs> I got Let's personal see. experience. Keller refle- oh god. Keller reflected on this fact in her first autobiography. Of course, only in her first one. Yeah, you need everybody has autobiographies. More than one, asserting that there is no king who had has not had slaves among his ancestors. There's no slave who has not had a king among his. That's I'm gonna can't say be that true. Everybody that bitches about reparations be like, go back a couple. You were a king. Yeah. We're all kings. That can't be true. <laughs> It's There's no way that's true. Pro- it's, I think she statistically is dumb. has to move. <laughs> <laughs> At 19 months old, Keller contracted an unknown illness described by doctors as an acute congestion of the stomach and the brain. Oh, those two are related. Contemporary doctors believe... What was so cute about it? It might have been meningitis. <laughs> ah, that's why. That is acute bacteria. <laughs> the illness left Keller... She got meningitis. How about she got women in... Women in... The female meningitis. <laughs> For women, for women, the illness left Keller instead both- of meningitis. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go continue on. She as she, oh whatever blah blah blah. The illness left Keller both deaf and blind, and then it starts. She lived and dumb, as she recalled in her autobiography, at sea in a dense fog. I mean, you don't have to be cute with this shit. Like the fact that you can make a noise is cool. <laughs> at that time, Keller was able to communicate somewhat with Martha Washington, who was two years older and the daughter of the family. And the daughter of the family cook. Fam- they have a family cook. They're fucking rich liars. Rich racist liars. How does she... And understood the girl's signs. How do you understand the girl's signs if you're fucking deaf and blind? At 19 months... What do you months, mean? I, okay, so at 19 months, she wouldn't have been learning any of the signs because she was fine, right? Yeah. So you wouldn't start learning the signs until after. But you can't. Because you can't right. see and can't hear. Well, at 19 months, you would have some proclivity for You can speaking, barely right? walk. You can speak a little bit. Yeah, you're, you're, that's still the age of, like, sometimes you'll fall, though, if yeah. you run. But your vocabulary is going to be severely limited. By and, the, yeah, the fact that you go deaf and blind at the same time, there's no way you learn signs. By the age of seven, Keller had more than 60 home signs. Now I have to follow what the fuck a home sign is. Home sign or kitchen sign is a gestural communication system often invented spontaneously by a deaf child who lacks accessible linguistic input. Okay. 
So that's so she made up her own. She sign makes these language. fucking dumb movements, and then you have to realize what she. Okay, that uh, that I kind of believe. That's probably an yeah. evolutionary thing of like you so, need to do this to try to talk to your family every, so they know what you want. Every deaf person can do that, though, yeah. right? Like I understand. So she didn't know sign language at all. Is that what it is? She didn't know sign language. Correct, she just correct. made up her own thing, sign language, and then she develops her own thing to signal what she. That that I believe. That's that, really hundred percent. I believe you literally just like put two hands together, and then like that's kitchen. You just keep yeah. doing that until people understand. Keller had more than sixty home signs to communicate with her family and could distinguish people by by the vibration of their footsteps. Okay, yeah. So can everybody else. Yeah, I can you, do that. It, like kids, every kid can pretty much do that. I remember specifically. And it's easier if you're deaf and blind. Yeah, so when I, was, I don't, that's not even cool. When I was younger, and I would be in bed, and uh, you can hear like creaks on like the steps yeah, and stuff when people yeah. are walking, and I could tell exactly who was coming down yeah, the steps do by now. the speed and the you know all that stuff. Yeah. In 18, 1886, Keller's mother, inspired by an account in Charles Dickens' Charles Dickens' American Notes of the successful education of Laura Bridgman, a deaf and blind woman, it's all bullshit, dispatched the young Keller and her father to consult physician J. Julian Chisholm, an eye, ear, nose, and throat, oh, an E-N-T, but with an extra E, an E-E-N-T. Eye, ear, nose, and throat, as opposed Specialist. to just a ear, nose, ear, and throat. Nose and throat. <laughs> Isn't an eye doctor just an ophthalmologist? I think so, Yeah. <laughs> So it'd be an OEM. So they go to this guy. He refers to the Kellers to Alexander Graham Bell, who's like, I can't, I can't hear you. I'm on the phone. Probably. Who's <laughs> <laughs> working with deaf children? Alexander Why Graham was Bell. Alexander Graham Bell working with deaf children? He invented phone sex lines. He <laughs> in like if we think about it, like really, he's the reason they exist. And then there's an institute for the blind, which he sent them to, which is the school where this lady from Charles Dickinson's thing was educated. Okay. Let's see. The school's director asked Ann Sullivan, a 20-year-old alumna of the school who was visually impaired, to become Keller's instructor. It was the beginning of a nearly 50-year-long relationship. Sullivan developed it as Keller's governess and later her companion. Oh, they were just lying lesbians, probably. I still don't understand how she has become like this critically acclaimed figure in history. Because it's like the only person to ever do this, so it's just bullshit. And nobody questions it, because... Why? You know what I mean? Nobody. People are too busy trying to survive and pay bills to bitch about fucking Helen Keller. Essentially. I guess. So you're saying that Helen Keller, like, went through the steps to learn how to live as a blind deaf person, and everyone else who's blind and deaf just kind of gives up and potatoes on They're the couch until they die. Pretty much. What else, <laughs> do you, what else do you fucking do? I guess. There's nothing on her Wikipedia also about, like, questions. You know what I mean? It's all formal education, companions, career, writing, and political activities, works, later life and death, portrayals, post, uh, posthumous honors, see also citations, further readings. None of it's like, hey, she's it's fucking bullshit. Okay, so here's another question then. <sighs> if she barely has learned these 60 home signs, how did she write an autobiography? There's gotta be. Like, she didn't know how to read Helen, Braille. Helen Keller, I wonder what her voice sounds like. There's got to be something. Yeah, because she speaks. In this room sits a remarkable woman. She's Miss Helen Keller. That's not Helen Keller. Correct. She does not see the room or the book that she's reading. She sees nothing. She does not hear the rustling of the curtains behind her. She hears nothing. She is deaf. Deaf and blind. But if you enter our room... This is like an opening to Winnie the Pooh. Your lightest footfall will tell her you are coming. (laughs) Even tell her who you are, if she knows you, if she knows her old friend, Polly Thompson. 
Can she just say something? Conveniently enough, the comments are turned off. <laughs> they're they're doing bullshit finger things on like their palm. Okay. As a ways of communicating. Which you would wonder, because you don't you don't have any guess as to how language works. Right. But Well she's got a, a minor understanding of how language works. Oh, munch! <laughs> she was on a... This lady's just handing her things to eat. And I'll be honest, if I was deaf and blind, I would probably be really fat because eating is the only pleasure you would ever oh, get. Oh, definitely. But everything and head! Touching, <laughs> touching things is probably really good. She's stupid. <laughs> I can't understand anything that's being said. Can you make that out? Not being able to speak clearly? Normally. Yeah, you can actually... That's actually impressive. So now now the thing is... Because you can't falter for not being able to speak, like, fluent, no, you know, that's, perfectly. That's kind of impressive. But now the thing is, maybe she's just lying. Maybe she's just dumb. I just want to know. There's I, no way there's no she's f- educated. There's no fucking way. The fact that she was able to... Uh, uh, Helen Keller... Let's just... Fucking straight up Helen Keller bullshit. I'm gonna be honest. If I went blind and deaf, I would just assume that someone was gonna take me out behind the barn and Gen shoot Z me. Gen Z thinks Helen Keller is a fraud. Maybe this Harvard blah blah blah. People are defending her, of course. Let's see. Let's fucking see. The fact that she was able to speak that well is pretty surprising. This is a Helen Keller podcast. It's where we are trying to make up our mind on whether or not we like Helen Keller. Disturbing story of teens who think Helen Keller was a fraud. I like how it's a disturbing story to question this. What are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? To question something that's been loser. taken as gospel for years? No shit. This is scientifically proven that she was an idol and a, a superhero. That's right, I call bullshit. Not on everything, but on a lot of things, mostly about the books. For starters, Keller support- supposedly wrote her first story, The Frost King, at age 11. 11? Have you met an 11-year-old? They're surprisingly stupid. <laughs> Today's 11-year-olds have access to iPhones, iPads, Amazon Fire Sticks, Wikipedia, Ask Jeeves, and Pornhub, and even they are still wrestling with the perils of proper grammar. You expect me to believe that a child who didn't truly begin to learn how to communicate until after the age of six could publish a story back in 1891 when Benjamin Harrison was a sitting president? <laughs> Wait, that's not old Tippecanoe? Who the fuck is Benjamin Harrison, you ask? Exactly, that's how long... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Benjamin's not Tippecanoe? <laughs> and there was a lot of controversy around the Frost King, most notably that it was widely believed to be plagiarized. It was essentially a reproduction of the story The Frost Fairies, written by some fully sighted woman named Margaret Canaby, who also had full hearing. The editor of the paper that originally... How dare pre- she? 
printed Keller's name, believed that Keller's handlers, namely Sully, had committed fraud. Which brings me to my next point. What's the deal with Sully? We have to assume that Keller wasn't actually the one physically writing these books, which is correct. Obviously. There's no fucking way. Obviously. Her handwriting must have been god-awful, and don't even get me started on the typos. No, the most likely scenario is that Keller communicated to Sully through fingerspelling, sort of like texting for the deaf-blind community. There's a community. And then Sully, in Well, turn, yeah, there's a... De- obviously, there's a community Why of people. are they around? <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> And then Sully, like, in turn, that's that's what I was saying before. Is there's not? It's not even like, oh, these people are a burden to us. I think we should get rid of them. It's like, as a deaf-blind person, I would feel so unfulfilled at all times. That that thing is, you don't have a good comparison. But if you can't see anything, they, and you can't, if you can do one or the other, I can understand. You can like, you know, find entertainment and stuff like that. But if you're deaf and blind, that's the the crazy thing is you don't know. How, how do you even know if you're alive? Your crazy thing is you don't know how consciousness. You yeah. know what I mean? You don't know what that internal dialogue is going to be like. So maybe, maybe it's that much different. But it seems almost too time-consuming to fathom. Imagine how much time and effort must have been spent to make sure there was nothing that was ever lost in translation. Sully must have had a pretty large financial stake in Keller's operation in order to devote her entire life to it. Doesn't their relationship seem a little suspicious? Isn't it possible that these books were actually written by Sully and then signed by Helen Keller? Let's be honest. If you were in Sully's shoes, wouldn't it be hard to resist writing whatever the hell you wanted to as Helen Keller? Knowing that just by signing her name at the bottom, you would increase your readership by like a million percent? Hell, if my friend leaves his Facebook logged in on my computer, I can't resist but write, I eat poop as his status every <laughs> single time. Watch those likes rack up. <laughs> also, it's not unheard of to just have a ghostwriter, right? Yeah, for people that are sighted and Hitler hearing had a ghostwriter. Well, let's not get into Hitler. I'm just saying, like, Mein Kampf is like a really Hitler famous wasn't the racist. Book. Yeah. <laughs> Hitler was a great guy, and his <laughs> ghostwriter was actually the leader of the th- Third Reich. They don't tell you that. Hitler just repeated what this charismatic racist. I'm saying <laughs> Hitler was an idiot puppet. Yeah, and this ghostwriter is the one that was pulling the He's strings. A real god. Yeah. <laughs> Helen Keller, just cool it, would you? Also, Keller didn't focus her writing on what it was like to live in society as a deaf and blind person, which would have been totally justified. I mean, Peter Mayhew's has spent his entire acting career only playing Chewbacca, and people respect the hell out of that. Keller wrote about feminism, socialism, anti-militarism, and probably a bunch of other isms throughout her life. See, this is all just the political spouting of bullshit feminists that were the ones that would be in communication with Helen Keller. And this is the thing that people catch shit on, is all (laughs) these opinions also align with the people she was friends with. Yeah. And the people that would have been translating Helen Keller's thoughts. To where, if you think Helen Keller actually has a fucking... Genuine thought about feminism or socialism, having been blind and deaf, you're fucking stupid. She's got other things to worry about. Yeah, like surviving. (laughs) Like fucking hearing or feeling footsteps. It's so shit. These are pretty complex topics for someone who has only ever experienced the world through touch and feel. I'm willing to bet my dope-ass John Cena signed poster- Touch and feel? That the majority of these political philosophies came from Sully. This guy's willing to bet his John Cena sign poster. That's pretty, he's, it's a big, I'm not fucking around here. That's a pretty big amount of confidence. <laughs> so if you're willing to bet your John Cena sign poster, you know why he's willing to bet it? Because there's no possible way to prove he's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Helen Keller's story is amazing. It really, it's not really, it's just a lie. I could tell a better lie. Be cool if she fucked. I'll say it. Look, Helen Keller's story, if, the, if she really wants to be an empowered feminism, anti-militarianism, she could get good head. woman, yeah. 
Really, we're doing her a giant disservice. But any of those women writing shit for her could have just fucking licked her pussy. That would have been a million times better for her. You Helen could put Keller. a bag on her head and she wouldn't even know. Yeah, just tell her to not make a noise. <laughs> it's fucking look what Helen's was that g- sound oh helen's just orgasming she can tell who's eating her out by the weight of their tongue <laughs> <laughs> she is she is god <laughs> she, she can tell by the roughness of it's your so tongue stupid how look, wet your saliva is look helen keller's story is amazing it really is it's pretty inspirational that someone who is deaf and blind before the age of two could ever learn to communicate the part that she is able to kind of speak properly is actually pretty impressive before the whatever especially when you consider that the entire boston metropolitan area still has yet to figure out how to say harvard correctly (laughs) (laughs) but it is simply not believable that keller could be a serious proponent of complex economic philosophies like georgism when she can't even see why kids love the taste of cinnamon toast crunch it's the swirls helen there are cinnamon sugar swirls in every bite (laughs) i love this guy (laughs) and this guy signs it off by then again i'm an idiot he was voted most likely to be a great dad in high school. And he likes to drink Mountain Dew in his spare time. That's perfect. That's all you need to Who know. is this guy? Can we read more from him? I like and It's him. funny enough that the, the disturbing story of teens who think Helen Keller was a fraud is by a website called themarysue.com. <laughs> she just looks like a if you were to compress a skull into like a Roblox cube. So what I got out of everything that has been said in the last 40 minutes... It's that Helen Keller and what she did and what she accomplished is not impressive. It's just impressive in comparison to what every other blind and deaf person has ever done. Helen Keller used her intelligence to advocate for civil rights and help shape disability reform for women's suffrage, labor rights, and world peace. She did get sucked into eugenics and fear of human overpopulation, which are a blemish on her legacy. Which is also just the talking points of elite now. Of the <laughs> overpopulation shit. So she was just fucking a puppet for the elite-speaking rich families that she would have been around. Because, like, poor families aren't going to be able to do this for their fucking daughter back then. You have a daughter that's deaf and blind, it's like, fuck it, orphanage. You know what I mean? Or yeah. like, you know what I mean? You don't have that I option dealing if, with that. if you're not part of the elite already. So this is just bullshit. And then it compares her to Anne Frank, which I don't think we probably should talk about. But there's about, about as much legitimacy in Ellen Keller as there is in Anne Frank. <laughs> it's all just shit. Her dad wrote it with her menstrual blood. You can't, you can't <laughs> question shit that's a feel-good story. That makes it impossible to question. Yeah. If it's something you're like, yeah, that is cool. Because that just makes you a bad guy. Conspiracy, conspiracy theory says Helen Keller was a fraud who didn't exist. That one I like. I don't... <laughs> that one I like. I believe she existed. Yeah. It's just so shit. How can you be a fraud if you don't exist? What I'm trying to say is that I you think the ghostwriter you- for Hitler... Is the one that everyone should hate. And You're Hitler not. was actually a decent artist. He just gets a bad rap for it. Yeah. He's the pa- the, pa- the patsy. You think somebody could be that evil with that kind of mustache? <laughs> Look at Charlie Chaplin. Actually, don't. Because he got excommunicated from America or whatever. It's funny because Hitler Hitler's speeches have the demeanor of the average bald person you'd talk to. But nobody <laughs> calls them out. <laughs> But that you can just shame Hitler all you want. And really, it's the ghostwriter. It's literally the ghostwriter. He took this World That'd War cool One hero. Instead of a, the, the ghost rider. And it's the biker with a flaming skull. The ghost rider. It's just a flaming typewriter. Okay. Actually, I want to delve deeper I mean, into just this. F- 
types off slurs, and he's like, "Who said this?" And then and then everyone blames Hitler. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh my god, this is a word for word rendition of Mein Kampf left on the streets. <laughs> Who wrote this? Probably Hitler. Someone sees... The- it's 2023. Who wrote this? Probably Hitler. <laughs> Someone sees the N-word crop circle in your corn and they're like, Hitler's back oh out of the game. Oh my god, he's alive. <laughs> there's, that's still funny because there's there's conspiracy theories that like he's still alive in Argentina. And I can't remember how old he'd be, but it's something stupid where like, you're pressing... Well, he was born in like 1908. Four or something like that, right? I thought it, I thought it was late 1800s. Actually, you know what? It might be 1899. Adolf. I think he was born Hitler. in 1899. That's what I'm going with. 1889. Oh, so it's getting to the point where humans are. Im- it's impossible. It's Native American be myth 140, level impossible. 133, 34. Chief old man <laughs> died at 137. Yeah, so maybe, maybe the most infamous non-racist actually ghost-written racist man in history is still alive in Argentina. All I know is that plain woman, whatever her name was... Fred Noonan? Fred Noonan's boobs girl. fucking dips the plane into the ocean. <laughs> Classic. I can't even remember her name. Anna Kendrick? I don't know. Anna Kendrick? <laughs> she, she was flying, and then she killed Fred Noonan and dipped. <laughs> she's still alive. Yeah, she's She's okay. living in Argentina, and she's married to Hitler. So that's probably a story you can't question. Like, wow, women can fly, and then turns out they can't. <laughs> I don't I don't get how that was a, what happened to the Lindbergh baby? The Lindbergh baby, I don't know how to tell Turns you out this. men can be really good pilots, but they can't be good fathers. Lindbergh baby's dead. Uh, I'm sorry. I think you're I, I think you might actually be right. I don't know if they found a body of the baby. They found a body of the baby. Is he okay? <laughs> yeah, he's he's buried three feet under, just barely breathing. Oh, <laughs> We're fine. Four weeks after the case closed. He's he's fine. That's the crazy thing is my grandma would tell me stories about the farmhands just like walking around the property and stuff like that. Because you don't, we didn't grow up in that society. Back in the day, that's what it was like when Charles Lindbergh had his fucking baby. That walking was so commonplace that just the amount of people that would be around or near your property and be in a potentially advantageous situation to snoop in and steal your baby. Just like, where's the mom? Also, at this point, they should have like, just had a ring doorbell. What do you, what do you really have going on? Yeah, where's your ring doorbell? You can fly around the planet, but you can't buy a fucking ring doorbell. You know how much cheaper. Tell me you're a, a bad dad without telling me you're a bad dad. <laughs> I mean, come on, Charles Lindbergh, your baby got stolen because you refused to get a ring doorbell. Yeah, Charles Lindbergh's fucking zero eighths dad. <laughs> Not anymore. Fucking loser. Yeah, yeah, he lost that right. I was a dad once. I'm a pilot. Always, really. That that would have been the best excuse. That's another thing. Why weren't I, you taking your son on flights? <laughs> I'm always curious about why people know about the Lindbergh baby. It's not like there's not other babies that have been kidnapped yeah, he and was killed. The, he's the hot one. <laughs> <laughs> people reference the JonBenet Ramsey. That uh, I don't know if that was her name, JonBenet Ramsey. That doesn't sound like a girl's name but the one that was ritualistically killed by the elites but then they can't admit that so they just said what happened to her that she was in like kid shows and stuff like pageants and shit in the late eight or late 90s early 2000s and that she got killed because the occult but then they can't they're like what she got fell down a well or i don't know if they ever <laughs> found her i think that's still technically unsolved but it people know what happened the only reason i even know about charles Lindbergh is because he's the one that commissioned the lindenberg is that true? Yeah. 
Oh, they're selling the JonBenet Ramsey house for $7 million. Turns out she's uh, okay. Never mind. She she disappeared in 1996. She was She's actually dead. She disappeared, <laughs> but, she, she's but, okay. but, really, but really she died. <laughs> her father, John, found the girl's body in the basement of their house after about seven hours after she had been reported missing. She had sustained a broken skull from a blow to the head and had been strangled. They found her in their own basement? The story's fucking bullshit, yeah. The, I remember the, like the mom distracted the cops for a while and stuff like There's a whole... Uh, Oh, it's that thing called. Remember, I used to. There's a YouTube. There's a YouTube. <laughs> there's a YouTube series on it, but there's also a book that talks about like everything's related to child trafficking and blackmailing and occult shit and blah blah blah. Yeah. But that was one of them. It's the talking about. Oh, there's just a bunch of elites and like people from oil companies and stuff at this fucking party that was really close to when the they they would have just ritualistically killed her. But I say that's as good of a fate as any. Is to get ritualistic. If your parents killed. are putting you into fucking pageants, yeah. Duh. Ew. Puke. What about Honey Boo Boo? What about Honey Boo Boo? Is that still a thing? She's dead. I think her mom's skinny. I think whatever Mama Joe Boo Boo or whatever the. Uh, Mama Joe Boo Boo. <laughs> Joe Boo Boo. <laughs> Honey Boo Boo is uh, still fat. Let's see. Oh, she's huge. Good lord. Maybe not. Maybe the, maybe the picture Google uses is uh pretty. Nope. She she's huge. Let's see. Honey Boo Boo is sadly still alive and not on the TV anymore. What about what about her mom? Mama June. There we go. That's her name. That's her fucking weird Southern mom name. She uh, I just looks like a fucking. She went from four hundred sixty pounds to one hundred sixty pounds and is. Probably half plastic, half woman. I mean, that's still pretty good job for her, honestly. Yeah, but I... I don't care if it took surgery to do that. That's still impressive. I also think it was fueled by meth. I'm more impressed by her than Helen Keller. Yeah, Mama June's a bigger fucking feminist icon than Helen Keller. <laughs> I'll throw that out there. And then they say it's a killing of John Benet Ramsey and not like, uh, maybe she fell down the steps. Maybe they maybe, thought she maybe was she a was mocking a dumb six-year-old. If she was this... If this if this six year old couldn't defend herself at six, there's no way Helen Keller from the age of nineteen months is able to fucking learn a language. I think they thought she, she was, was only forty seven inches tall. They thought she was a mockingbird, and Atticus Finch is like, she, she did. <laughs> oh, I tried. You know that shit. Your Honor, she did. You know that shiffer robe that was broken? It's because I fucking swung my daughter into it. I thought <laughs> it was a crowbar. It turns out it was my daughter. <laughs> shit. Well, that sucks. I can't believe it. I thought that was a crowbar. I thought I remember I remember saying that after she was born that does that I'm sure you had a baby that looks like a crowbar. It's a 47 inch crowbar, yeah. I thought. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see. I picked her up and I thought this is a crowbar. I'm gonna knock her into that shiffer robe. <laughs> I like how there's been false confessions around this. Defamation lawsuits, see also list of murdered American children. There we go. Before 1950. Let's see the fucking... Oh my god, there's a lot of school massacres. <laughs> I mean, what the not, fuck? that's not funny. I didn't laugh at that. Was the Lindbergh baby killed? Oh, the Winville Chicken Coop murders. Charles Lindbergh Jr. is on here. Yeah. Nationally famous kidnapping of the son of Charles Lindbergh that motivated... Oh, the creation of the Federal Kidnapping Act. 
Oh, of course. What is that? Let's learn. Let's learn some listeners. It's also known as the Lindbergh Law or Little Lindbergh Law. I've never heard of that. The act became a law in 1932 and 1934. The act was amended to provide exception for the parents who abduct their own minor children and made a death sentence possible in cases where the victim was not released unharmed. It's an act forbidding the transportation of any person in interstate or foreign commerce kidnapped or otherwise unlawfully detained and making such act a felony. So this is just okay before then? I guess. There's just no official law. Sick. <laughs> you wonder why so many people just straight up died all the time. I need to figure out what that... I think it's... Why do I want to say it? License to kill is the thing James Bond says, I think. Programmed to kill. That's what that thing is. If you want to learn about fucking John Benet Ramsey, look up Programmed to Kill John Benet Ramsey and how the fucking state kills people. Learn, learn something, listeners. Well, this was... Because if you're listening to this, you have plenty of room to actually fill it with educational material that isn't too good. It was a very uplifting <laughs> episode, I guess. Yeah, we're trying to avoid talking about rape and going more into the killing of children. <laughs> yes. We're transitioning from one of the, the the main topics of most podcast episodes <laughs> to shitting on blind and deaf women <laughs> and dead kids. So if this isn't your thing, send it to somebody who who's into it. We we go sixty six episodes of like but did you know the potato was in the gun and I shot a bird with it? <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then just randomly. Oh, and another 60 bonus episodes on top of that. And then well, just, really just one list. Randomly, we decided actually we're going to reboot the podcast and now we're just going to talk about really sad conspiracies. I think people should know. <laughs> I think people should know this before you put your kid in a fucking pageant. We call this podcast, it's a rebooted podcast, we call it Conspiragleep. And it's an <laughs> educational podcast about sex lines. Yeah, did so you get I mean, a picture? I don't think so. I mean, I'm being ghosted by the sex line. Send pussy pictures. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> it's you've opted. <laughs> oh, I must have done this before. What? I, used, I don't I don't think I always thought it was with a different phone number. I always thought it was in my iPhone it says you've opted back in. <laughs> we have received We have received your unstop request via IVR. Then it gives you the date and time. Reply end at any time to quit and they have not sent anything. Which I think is fucking bullshit. Maybe I'm gonna unopt. No, I think they'll just randomly send you stuff. Good. Maybe that's why I opted out in the first place, is nothing fucking happens. (laughs) If nothing happened, you wouldn't need it to opt out, right? You'd think. You opted out because you were annoyed by the messages you were receiving. Or I was disappointed that they didn't ever fucking send anything. You got a message and it was all pixelated and blurred, and you're like, this isn't what I want! I'm trying to think of other 1-800 lines, but I mean- I'm gonna call Flex Steve! (laughs) (laughs) That one isn't even the proper amount of numbers. Phone numbers can change the amount of numbers they have. Free trial for first-time callers. 911? You ever heard of that? Oh, those people are never some. Watch enthused. watch this. Watch this. Hey listeners, if you're if you're listening to this with headphones on, take the headphones off, okay? And just unplug the headphones and just play this out of the speaker of your phone, okay? Are you ready? Hey Alexa, call 911. <laughs> okay, Google, call the police. Yes, I would like to confirm that I want to call the police. Hey, Siri. Oh, God. Can you please call my mom? (laughs) That one's harmless. Harmless little fun. Okay, and now plug your headphones back in and pause this episode and call your mom. (laughs) 
Oh, don't do one of that. I need, I need you to... This is a Mother's Day episode. This is a Mother's Day episode. Mother's Day reminder. Maybe call your mom. Maybe call your, maybe call your mom, actually. Remember the person that gave birth to you? Your dad? <laughs> Remember how you wouldn't be around without a dad? Yeah. Call your mom. Call your mom to thank her for fucking your dad. <laughs> Call your mom and say, thanks, mom, for having thanks, sex with dad. Thanks for picking a winner. Just wanted to call you to remind you how cool dad is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Thanks for riding dad bareback. <laughs> bareback mom, more like bareback mom. Hey, mom, thanks for letting dad come in you. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. What a haunting Mother's Day call. <laughs> He's the real winner. Yeah. <laughs> he gotta come in you. This Mother's Day alerts for all the dads out there. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, if you're listening to this Mother's Day alert, call your mom. It's a Mother's Day alert. It's like an Amber Alert. <laughs> If you're listening to this, president puts it out there. Mother's Day is also over at the time of recording. Fine, fuck it. Who cares? If if you're listening to this Mother's Day alert, call your mom and remind her how cool your dad is. (laughs) Especially if they're separated. Definitely. Try to get your parents back together. Man, dad, so much. (laughs) Try to get your parents back together as an adult, even if they're remarried. Yeah. I think you chose wrong. Dad's the right one. (laughs) Hey, mom, remember how cool dad is? Stepdad's not like. Dad, dad, mom. Can't help but notice that Happy you haven't, Mother's Day. <laughs> you haven't had a son with my stepdad. <laughs> Probably because you'd be lesser than, right? Because <laughs> you know it's inferior genetics. Yeah. Because dad is Dad's cooler. pretty cool. <laughs> my mom had actually had to call me on Mother's Day. Why? I wasn't going to say anything to her. Oh. Okay. Which I think is extremely needy and very weird. Like, what do you get out of this? Happy Mother's? Isn't it forced at this point? Is it the same high you would get if I called you? She's a sad mom. Can you li- blame I, her? I No. <laughs> I'd be too. I just, I don't. I'd be too if I wasn't 24. <laughs> I'd be a sad mom. Uh, the If the, I was a mom, I'd want my kid to call me and remind me how cool their my dad, dad is. is. I think you made the wrong decision. You should get back with him. He's the one that broke up with me. Yeah, well, you didn't try hard enough yeah, then. Yeah, maybe because he's cool. <laughs> Duh. Dad lets me have anything I want. I wouldn't. <laughs> You're 25. <laughs> I was going to do something, but I wanted Dad to Dad took me to the movies. I wanted to ask And you. he bought me popcorn and candy. I was going to go out tonight, but Dad said to ask your mother. <laughs> <laughs> As an adult. You call your dad to ask if you can go out. That's so he fucking. Goes, I funny. don't care. Who are you? <laughs> that reference. I mean, that's the appropriate response. <laughs> He's so cool. He doesn't even save my number in his phone, mom. <laughs> the place I took cans into, which apparently is just the most lucrative business, because it's still the same guy that works there. It smells. The exact same from when I was a little kid when we would take cans in. Smell like cans? And the guy pays you in cash. Cash. Cans. Yeah, can cash. Can two cans cans. You bring in cans and you give you cans. Infinite cans. You bring in a can and he's like, here, this one had beans in it. It's art of the deal worthy. This one had chef. Boyardi. Boy our beans. This one had Chef Boy. <laughs> a little, little bit of Chef Boy in it. <laughs> this one had some Chef Boy. This was worth giving you 20 pounds of aluminum for. <laughs> You're like, okay, here's 17 cans. And he goes, 
here's 16 cans and he gives it back to you like the trade doesn't make any sense i just like the idea of people giving him this cans. one's a family size spaghettio <laughs> this one followed me home i was with my mom and she just said we weren't getting Chef Boyardee. I was with my mom. And this one, this can't. We were talking me. about how cool my dad was. <laughs> I was talking to my mom about how dad always buys, buys me Chef Boyardee, and she said, "I'm not. If you do, you see a penis." <laughs> I know, and then the can felt bad, and it rolled behind me in the vehicle, to, and then it showed up in my doorstep, and we had a little Chef Boyardee, you're like, little hey, ravioli. You're like, hey, mom, I know that you prefer sex in the anal cavity, so thanks that's, for letting it go into the vagina once. I know, I know you're a backdoor slut, but thanks for <laughs> thanks for producing me, ma. Thanks for letting him go in the front just this one time. Yeah. I Here's to a that. real one. <laughs> Dad. Dad. <laughs> Every compliment you give your mother is just a real just a compliment for your dad. You know, you really made a good choice with that one, Mom. That was probably the worst conversation I ever had with my mom. You think so? It's bringing up, uh, I was supposed to be named Bodie. B-O-D-I-E. Not B-O-A-T-Y. Bad name. Cool name. Sorry to everyone named Bodie, because no. I know we have a big Bodie listenership. <laughs> Sorry, but bad name. <laughs> and I told her as a kid, I said, I wish I was named that. And immediately, just, no, all emotion, all positive emotion, dead. <laughs> as a kid telling your mom, as a kid, that she made the wrong choice with your name. Turns out the Bible's old, hey, remember mom. what dad wanted to call me? Yeah, I wish it was it that. Was, it was 100% that <laughs> style of conversation, because that's what my dad wanted to call me. Your dad, yeah. he, my dad's cooler, actually, than you, mom. Could have been a naval man. <laughs> The only reason you're cool is because you been birthed into, me. Could have been into belly buttons. <laughs> Why is it called the Navy? That doesn't make any sense. Old Navy. I hardly know her. What? <laughs> 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 Jesus I, I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> I wanted to, but I just blanked. That was about as good as anything I could have come up with. It, it wasn't. It wasn't a. It wasn't a joke. Yeah, it was still. That wasn't a thing. That's how powerful that line is. <laughs> it's just ingrained that if you say that, it's Navy, funny. you brought her. <laughs> Which I don't get. Is a scenario like, hey, could you fuck this chick I brought to the party? <laughs> you fuck her. You brought her. Like, oh yeah, I forgot she's my date. <laughs> okay, I was. Yeah. I was trying to let you have a shot, but you know, I Thanks. guess I can too. Yeah, I'm the wingman. I'm not here to get laid. Yeah. I'm here to get you laid. You don't know how this works. Do you not understand? I brought her so you can have sex with her. I'm a wingman. You have no idea how high I can fly. I'm a wingman. I like the wings. I really like the bone-in wings. I'm a wingman. <laughs> I'm a wingman. <laughs> someone, someone comes in, they're like, hey, I brought some chicken thighs, but I'm a wingman. <laughs> Speaking of this, it is Thursday. And we do the thing of, uh, at least when I had a job, this is the unemployed. If I was painting, if I was painting, if I was Picasso right now, you know, you know, kind of, I'd be in my unemployed period and not paint. Cause I don't oh. have, I don't have a fucking job. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it is Thursday and we always, at least not we, but sometimes we forget that it's Thursday and we go to B-dubs. I never forget that it's Thursday. The problem is- Because if it's Thursday, that means I have to have a pod done for tomorrow. That is a fair So point. I literally always know it's Thursday. Yeah, your tomorrow is just going to be uh, editing this, which is going to suck. Yeah. Not to date the pod. This is a tomorrow pod. I mean, it's the 18th of May. 
Yeah, this is coming out on the 19th yeah, this of is, May. This is an 18th. The, the 18th of May is that thing that the guy with the mask says. Remember, remember, the 18th of May. Oh, May... May, May 18th. May 18th. It's May 18th. Be with you. That's May 18th is the new holiday. Well, they're, they're, Abraham Lincoln wanted to enslave the freed slaves. I remember there was one that time... That one's not really that celebrated. I, I was at work and... Oh, I wish that was me. <laughs> you remember being at work? Uh, yeah. I do. I was at work one time and I said, June the 5th be with you. <laughs> no one laughed. Of course. <laughs> Those are the best comments. <laughs> Those are the best comments. The whole thing of instead of screwed the pooch saying you fucked the dog and having my coworker turn around goes like, what goes through your head? I'm like, you should hear the shit the dog. I, I don't say. That's the stuff I allow you to hear is one of the tamest shit that runs If you want to hear this. the stuff I don't say, listen to the pod. And then yeah. you're shelling out the podcast. Yeah. Catch me. I have a QR code that <laughs> automatically downloads you podcast addicts. You QR code with you. Yeah. It's the Spotify Scan link. me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you have an Apple or an Android? Because I have, I have one for Apple Podcasts and one for Spotify. <laughs> I have tat- two tattoos on the backs of my hands. I still want to do that. Get measurements so you could just check with your fingers. That's what Adam Savage did with them from the Mythbusters. Can't do He's it. He's got a ruler on his forearm. He has a he has a weird face. He has a weird face and temperament. I think he raped somebody. Uh oh, that was the thing I didn't want to talk. No, about. no, don't. <laughs> you didn't say that. Adam just pretend Savage. like that never happened. Rape. Let's see if. Adam Savage. The podcast is back to normal, I guess. Adam Savage accused of sexually assaulting sister as a child. Very it's no cool. wonder Jamie Hyman didn't like him. <laughs> he didn't want to break his hymen. Yeah, it all it all makes sense. R.I.P. Jamie. Jamie's not dead yet. I'm gonna go to his fucking house after this and have some strong words He'll be with him. Dead by the time <laughs> this pod release. <laughs> publicly raped and killed. So if Jamie dies in the next. 18 hours you are going to be the first one arrested good rightfully so i will even if i don't do it i'm taking credit well it looks like conspiracy gleeps is over and now we're back with two gleeps the podcast is back to normal yeah it's like like we blacked out for a second man it's good to be back (laughs) oh thank god i was in this weird Lindbergh baby trance (laughs) Lindbergh sounds like a cheese we both zoned out is Lindbergh a cheese i'm pretty sure you said that on podcast (laughs) i just want to know 100 you're telling me you think helen keller's bullshit when they said a fucking piece of cheese flew across the atlantic i don't know i'm supposed to believe that i don't know and the cheese had a baby a human cheese cheese baby you bring up cheese a lot (laughs) we're close to the the epicenter of it the state that is cheese all right cheese sconson i think we're i think we're good i think we're pretty much i've committed some cheese sconsons yeah i think we're pretty much done um if i'm being honest i think we're done yeah adam done yeah the guy from jackass that drove his jeep into the fucking just unloaded chunk yeah yeah yeah, no, I think we're done. Adam Dunn <laughs> fucked you up. Read the book. I mean, <laughs> All right. We're done. Do you have a gleep number? Do I have a gleep number? 37. No, no. No, just no. No. You picked 37 last time. Liquor is quicker. <laughs> Liquor, I hardly brought you, her. You quicker. You brought her. Uh. <laughs> Liquor, I hardly brought her. Get on. <laughs> Good shit. Oh, this one's Liquor, I'm not even blind. This is on... <laughs> Hmm. What, what, what do you think? I don't have any other tactile senses. 
This is on page 490 for our listeners at home. <laughs> or readers also at home. But mainly our listeners. Either way, it's for our listeners. Helen Keller learned the alphabet because Anna Thompson or whatever her name is was licking the alphabet into her vagina. Oh, no. That probably would have been a quicker way to teach her. Let's be real. Quicker? I hardly lick her. (laughs) All right, continue. A drunk who had been wandering around Times Square finally went down to the subway at 42nd Street. You read this one. Yep, I did. Yeah. I just read the punchline, 100%. So, wait, we've... Okay. We've read this entire book. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, my God. We've read that one, too. Oh, no! We've gone through 600 pages of this book. We've gone through a lot. 492, let's pray that we haven't fucking read this one. As a crowd of commuters thinned out, the bartender saw an old customer sitting at a table muttering to himself. At times he'd laugh heartily, and others cut the air with his hand in a gesture of disgust. As soon as he was free, the bartender went over to the table. Mr. Benson, what are you doing, he asked. Can't I just sit here and tell myself stories, asked Mr. Benson. Surely, the bar Keith soothed him. But what does that gesture mean? Oh, that, said Mr. Benson, beaming. That's when I tell, I tell myself one I haven't heard before. I don't like that joke. Read the one about uh, the turtle that has the, a drink and then it starts raining and he goes to get the umbrella. And he's like, don't drink my drink. And then two weeks later, and then two weeks later, they're like, we're just going to drink his drink. And then you hear from the other side of the room. Well, then I'm not going to get the umbrella. <laughs> Read that one. A woman phoned a tavern oh. and asked for the bartender. This is a different one. Kindly tell my husband that you have told me that he has just left, she said, and hung up. So, so we read all the good go. jokes in this book, I guess. There's a bistro which is <laughs> There's a bistro which has a sunken head displayed over the bar. Underneath the head is this sign. My that was a dry martini. Oh, cause now now they're horny. Two drunks wandered into a zoo. <laughs> Oh, stop me if you've heard this one before. Okay. Two drunks wandered into a zoo and stopped in front stop. of... Stop. I've heard this one. In front of a lion's cage. Yep, I've heard this one. And then he says... And then one of the uh, drunks says, Hey, get away from the cage. That There's something back there that's going to hurt you. And then he said, Why are you lying? And then the lion uh, killed him. Must have been... A, it's similar but different. Yeah. Oh, it must have been a different version of the yeah. joke. Okay. As they stood watching, the lion suddenly let out a roar. Come on, let's go, said one of the men. Go ahead if you want, the other other replied. I'm going to stay for the movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was a really similar joke that it's I heard. It's just related but... to the one where he eats him. That's because that's the thing where cause there's like the Columbia lady that's sh- in the Is beginning of a movie. Is that the Land of Lakes lady with the boobs? No, the Columbia lady in the beginning of a movie. From Bioshock. No, in a movie. Okay. There's the Columbia lady. Or Lady Columbia. And then there's the the uh, the Looney Tunes pig where he's like... folks, that guy. It's Walter Jr.'s the pig. And then there's the Lion King movie. Mufasa. Yeah, where he goes... It's where the song says, like, Azabania Abu Ditsiaba. Yeah. Remember Abu Ditsiaba? Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> I know a couple people from there. You know people from Abu Ditsiaba? Yeah. At least that's what I call it. <laughs> <laughs> and they speak Azabania? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> remember, you remember those Azabanian Abu Ditsiabians? Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. There's so many. Yeah, there's there's like 12. Half of, yeah. Half of a full half double baker's dozen. dozen. Half of a full double dozen. <laughs> <laughs> As they say, there's all 12. Here, here's a, here's Read a, the next joke! Here's the la- last joke. 
Last joke ever. Permanently. And then the book is retired because we've read every joke. Tom Jones, we're just going to have to read a chapter of Tom Jones. That's a lot. We're going to read like a fucking paragraph of Tom Jones at the end. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be so funny. (laughs) Doctor to obese patient. I've done all that I can to get your weight down, Mr. Murphy. I suggest that you just learn to be jolly. Because he's he's fat. He's He's fond of elves. He's a Santa man. Says he wants to, he has a propensity to have sex with midgets. Yeah. Not going to say what they're actually called. Because that word's too close to a word we actually can't say. Oh, yeah. So we lack the speech ability. Midget, you mean like fidget? <laughs> yeah, a midget spinner? Yeah, a midget. You ever, <laughs> you have a person on your finger? <laughs> ever get bored at work? You spin a midget? That's what I call really, really small fidget spinners. That's <laughs> a midget a really tiny fidget spinner. Or it's a really big one where you can put a midget across it. Whoa, is that new? It'd be like a thing you'd have at a bar. It's just on the wall that you can, like, Velcro a midget to? It's like those dangerous metal things on playgrounds that you just spin around. The supernovas? Oh, those things that you hold on to. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Why can't I think of the name of I don't think they that? have a name. Spinning playground. Let's see. Oh, it's $90,000 to buy a playground. Holy fuck. Roundabout. Yeah. That's the road. That'd be thing. fun. We're gonna put a roundabout in here, <laughs> where this intersection is, and then they just they just have one of these in the middle. Anyway, those things you put a midget on that, and I call it a midget spinner. It's <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Yeah, that's crazy because the name of this episode is Midget Spinner, even though we've only been talking about it for two minutes. The equipment can help children with autism. Never mind. What if you get an autistic midget? You can fix him. You. Th- <laughs> You can reverse it. Yeah, what does it mean? It can help. You can, you can, you can, cure, you can cure autism that's with a midget do. spinner. Yeah, that's what they have in that. Well, you just, your son has to go to his appointment for autism, and that's all the appointment is: is they strap him to that and just spin the it's fuck like out of it. It's like physical therapy. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna g force the autism out of your kid <laughs> with this roundabout. I'm thinking maybe we stop going to the pseudoscience whack job that we have in town and go to an actual doctor. You know that guy that just spins him on playground equipment that we pay in cigarettes? I don't think it's helping. All it does is make him sick. Why does he talk about how the medication's not real and this is the real cure? (laughs) He just keeps saying how this thing is called a midget spinner and cures autism. The guy that says he knows the cure for autism is hooked up to an oxygen tank. Do we really trust this guy? He's 89 years old. He's pushing around a shopping cart with an oxygen tank in it. He doesn't even have the strength to spin the wheel himself. You said your mom recommended this guy? It's just some random dude. I hate our in-laws. My in-laws. Your in-laws are pretty great. (laughs) My in-laws suck. Your, your in-law dad, specifically. <laughs> you want to call my mom and tell her how cool my dad is? She'll listen to you. Stop. She doesn't listen to me anymore. So she doesn't even like talking to me because all I talk about is my dad. <laughs> so dumb. She says, I I hate your dad. We don't <laughs> even get along. <laughs> I will actually read it had a little thing that said uh, on that stupid Wikipedia page. Let's see. It's called A... Roundabout in British English, a merry-go-round in American English, or carousel in Australian English. Those are all the things with the horses on them, though. Roundabout play provides several benefits to children. This equipment can help children with autism increase vestibular stimulation, can increase development of kinesthetic awareness, can help children develop strength, coordination, and balance. These types of movement can also be therapeutic to growing children. But not grown children, apparently. If you're an adult, you can't. That's why it's called a midget spinner. 
Could be, yeah. I'm trying. I'm really trying to get this term off the ground. I don't know if you can have noticed. I'm the only one that's used it. <laughs> I just, I feel like maybe I want you to say it. Midget spinner. Thank you. Yeah. Now I feel like I have been allowed to just put this on the ether, and it's okay. You need, now. Yeah, you need more than one person. You yeah. can't. You can't give. It's like how you can't give yourself a nickname. Right. If you just keep saying a thing, it's like a weird term that you have. But as soon yeah. as other people start saying it, then it becomes. So I guess if you're listening to this, uh, first of all, call your mom. I mean, about, let's just, yeah. Let's just throw that out there. This is a little bit of a Mother's Day alert. Honestly, call your mom and tell her how grateful you are that she had a little one-on-one time with your father. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But second of all, anytime you go near a playground and you're trying to talk about this weird metal thing that's on the playground, just call it a midget spinner. Yeah, nobody knows. Round about something for the road, not a toy. Round about something for the road. A carousel and a merry-go-round are those little spinny things with, with the, the horses. horses on them. You don't see any horses? So just to solve all confusion, we just need to it's for have spinning. this ubiquitous term called a midget spinner. It's for spinning midgets. It's for spinning mid. That's what my term is for little children. Okay. Yeah, so. I call every child a midget. Because <laughs> they are. Yeah, fair. <laughs> Correct. That's how you get around actual midgets being how you get around by it. About. about. <laughs> Is there a midget riddle? No. <laughs> I don't even have to look. There's not. I'll Google one, you fucking loser. I'm not trying to be a loser. I'm just telling you, in that book, there is not a midget riddle. Do you think a midget can answer this riddle? <laughs> if I type in midget riddle, there's just a bunch what is a riddle about a dwarf? Riddle short. There's actually two midget riddles. <laughs> There's no way. Why did the circus's lady midget hate the fat man? Why? Because she couldn't bear him. <laughs> what did the midget say when asked to lend money? What? Sorry, I'm a little short. Why is there a midget? There's more than one midget riddle in this book. That's so weird. I think this episode's run its course, I don't honestly. I remember the book joke. Yeah, I think... Intravenous oh. eggs? <laughs> what do you mean, Michael Estro's bad? Tell, an, uh, tell your rendition from memory another joke from the book. Oh. With just a good joke that you remember. My pops, tops. But you have to actually he... remember it. <laughs> That's too long. No, just tell me a joke. Tell me an actual joke from the book. Uh, you have to remember one. <laughs> uh, two GIs talking about dancing hula girls. Man, to talk about fringe benefits. That is not. Close enough. Um, that was probably the first one. I remember one. Do you? Yeah, so there's a guy named... <laughs> what is his name? Barney <laughs> Wiener. Oh my god, you have to remember me. I heard that it's, joke so many times. Story? <laughs> I, I, pick, I pick a, a story that's not even a full page. You pick, you pick the fucking Priscilla D. Willis three and a half page story called Horseplay. <laughs> hey, this guy in Florida that's in the horses. That's right. Me and my brother Salty. <laughs> I'll say a joke from that book. Yeah? Yeah. You're good okay? I'm going to wait until we're off pod. Why? What benefit does that give anybody? 
just makes my day worse. Well, I was just going to say it just it was just going to be a conversation that me and you were going to have. It wasn't not everything has to be for the podcast, you know. We can have fun conversations outside of the podcast. You wish. You know, see, this is one thing I actually want to talk to you about. Great. I try to start a conversation with you, and anytime I say anything, you say shut up and leave it for the pod. Yeah. So like outside of the podcast, you don't let me talk to you because you're afraid we're going to miss something funny. Thanks, you're uninteresting. That hurts me in my soul my pod heart not 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 everything is a pod heart (laughs) it's not my heart heck all right then i'm just not gonna say a joke from the book if you don't want to hear it after the pod you don't even have the book i was gonna i bet you can't remember one yeah i bet because you can't that's why yeah i can no it can't i'll do it just to prove that i can fine yeah you're how dumb do you feel now idiot <coughs> pod sneeze. That was a pod sneeze. Okay, give me the book. <laughs> Not everything is podcast related every time we sneeze. Pod sneeze. <laughs> give me the book and I'll read one from memory. Okay. That turtle one that I said before. <laughs> Remember that when I said that? I won't. I'll forget your jacket. You beep. And like, whoa, turtle. Okay, there's, what is that, an alien? There's the joke about the guy that's juggling forks or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> there's. You remember that one? <laughs> There's that one about the guy trying to buy a dog that we didn't understand. There's. Uh, <laughs> I forgot about the dog one. There's. Uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm trying to remember anything from the book, and all I can remember is the really long stories that we didn't understand. Yeah, it's the best ones. Um, <laughs> Barney Wiener exploded. <laughs> oh, he's dead. Honestly, just trying to think of a joke from the book. These are little memory episodes. Yeah, this is a memory episode. This is, um... Not to be confused with 1-800-BIG-TITS, which would be a mammary episode. This is a mammary episode. (laughs) Oh! Do you ever have that one where you can only think about tits and psychologically you're having a mammary episode? See, that's my problem is all I... I'm like, I'm trying to imagine, I'm trying to visualize a joke from the book and all I'm seeing is boobs. That's better than a lot of the jokes. Uh, you gave me shit for remembering the GI one. Word for word. Well, I did the turtle one. Set the one. scene perfectly. Yeah, the turtle one's so good. Okay. Um, Tumblr's on the table. I think it's a riddle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, let me let me just... I'm going to take a gander at a page. Yeah. And then I'm going to see if I can say another joke. Not on okay. Oh, this is a really... There's nothing on this page. <laughs> I don't think we've ever read this. Page. You open the book and you realize all the pages have been blank. You've been making them all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's only illustrations. I got nothing. I honestly, I'm looking at the book and I still can't remember any. <laughs> not so easy, is it? No, actually, it's not. I give up. I, Go to 37. I, I, Go to th- You know 37. Oh, I do know 37. We've done that page like four times. Yeah, it's your go-to number. Oh, I remember that one now that I read it. <laughs> yeah. I, now that I've read it, I can't say it. Yeah. You could at least skim the start of like the first couple words or one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember. I remember this one. Okay. Where's uh, the the dad is talking to the son. And he's like, "When I was your age, I would I would be happy to drive the family car, no matter what the bumper sticker said." Yeah, come on. <laughs> that was me paraphrasing. This yeah. episode's over. Midget spinner. Midget spinner. <laughs> we blew it. We glue it, and that's what Flex Steve. What says. is it? Me to my the thing in my windshield? 
Yeah. That's what Steve says when he comes in somebody. Okay. We glue it. All right. He no, ejaculates no, flex seal. How do I end the recording? <laughs> That's... A flex seal is just a muscular seal. This is a serious episode about historical... A serious episode? Top. No. Okay. So this is not... We're not trying to be funny this episode. I thought this, this is was a, a good... mammary episode. Uh, okay. All right. I, I still can't figure out how to stop it. Uh, You're the one that normally does this. Red light.